I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Stuart. This is episode 82 of Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church matters. Welcome, Stuart. Thanks for having me, Forrest. Really? <laughs> you sound very enthused. I'm, Why are you upset you don't have headphones? I'm not Why upset. Is this, is this still going? Can, yeah, can, yo, this is let's live. just go. Okay, let's, let's go. go. How are you? I'm great. Who are you? Uh, your cousin. Okay. So I have my cousin on here with me today. We're going to have a conversation. But before that, let's get to housekeeping. It's realchurchmatters.com to see the episodes. If you're on iTunes or I, you know, with an iPhone, go to the podcast app and search Real Church Matters. If you're on SoundCloud, search Real Church Matters. You'll find us. Share us, like us, retweet us. Let people know about it. Listen to it, first and foremost. And once you listen, share it with somebody else. We appreciate it. Uh, what else? Oh, if you would like to give, of course, we take monetary donations to help continue to build the studio that I don't let people see. Yeah, like some headphones. <laughs> yeah, we, an extra pair of headphones, which seems to be an issue for Mr. Andrews. But uh, yeah, if you would like to, patreon.com forward slash real church matters. Is that all of the things? Oh, as always, if you're on social media, it's at Real Church Matters. Everywhere except for Twitter, which is at Real Church MTTRS. If you would like to reach out to me, you can do that there or at FSH Music. And that's it. Um, do you want people to reach out to you? Oh, my handle. Yeah, what's your handle? <laughs> Stupendous too. You felt embarrassed about that. Too. I didn't. I love my. Uh, you love handle. your hand. Okay. Stupendous. So, uh, welcome, Stuart. Uh, tell them a little about yourself. How old are you? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight years old, man. And uh, I don't know. I thought it would be cool to have you on today. Get a fresh perspective. Shout out to Philip. He's always around. Um, this should be fun. So episode 82, we will be talking about, I don't know really, we just got a scripture. So let's jump into the scripture. Titus 1 and 15. In Titus 1 and 15, it says, unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. And I shared the scripture in Bible study And you noted that it was something that caught your attention It did Alright, so why? It was just the thought of uh, Reality is really based on my perception Hmm So Me seeing a bunch of things that are impure Just made me feel like They're unpure because I'm unpure Meaning I just see the Unpureness in them Hmm You own that though Oh for sure I think people don't own that I think people were willing to think that Things are unpure more than The mind in which they view those things Do you feel that way? Absolutely I mean it's the word So of course Once I pay attention to the word I see myself in it And I feel like That's where I was sharing that whole thing About how men look at women 
it would be easier for me to say, all y'all need to cover up. But at the end of the day, what I'm seeing is not just flesh. What I'm seeing is what my mind views flesh as. So what does your mind view flesh as? <laughs> well, <laughs> interesting. Well, before we switch it to you asking me the questions, what does your mind view flesh as? Uh, I'm sure my outlook is perverted. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What do you mean by perverted? I which which fl- works perfectly in tandem with defiled. I look at... Flesh as flesh. I look at flesh like I think... Everyone looks at flesh well, look t- at, Be more specific When you say you look at flesh Like everyone looks at flesh There's a lot of vanity There's a lot of You know Sexuality mm-hmm. And how you look at people Well so, I mean the opposite sex so, Well how people look at people in general Yeah So I Know that I look at women A certain way before I get to know them mm-hmm. like, Which is face value Which is looks and flesh and figures and clothing all right all right (laughs) calm down so you you have this perception did you like you're saying that once i get to know them it's different but that kind of goes against what we're saying here which is from a unpure mind even it doesn't matter what aspect it is we're going to see it in an unpure way so we can even be talking about not just body and figures, like you said, or clothes. We could talk about even conversations to get to know them. What I am getting to know will be viewed through an unpure mind. So will I actually see it in the proper context? I don't look at it that way. I, I I'm think, just you I know, think, telling you what the scriptures, the scriptures well, say. I think anything that Anything that you do uh, has a motive, so the impurity comes from the motive. So, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at a woman because I want, you know, to have sex with her, then everything I'm doing is, you know, based on that based motive. on that motive. Yeah. So let's take it back a second. So we said the mind. So we talking about initial. We talking about first. First encounter, first attraction, first thought in your head, but that doesn't mean things can change once you get to know them, or things can change once you get what you initially wanted. Like it doesn't stay that way, is what I think. Now, <clears throat> case by case in the beginning, but this is where sure. we beg to differ because the scripture is telling us that if as long as I view things through a certain perspective, even the good things that come from people still will be. Perverted or defiled, but not in a sexual way, but I won't honestly see it in its clear context. So that's like saying uh, every woman I've ever met or been with, I haven't had any pure thoughts for. Mm, that's, that's crazy. I don't think that's true. Wow. Well, let's define pure. Or any. No, no, or, no, no. Hold on. Let's define pure. Because you say something that actually I would say that I would agree with that I would say that since We can agree that we operate from Unpure thinking Right? Yeah That means everything we engage in Through that unpure thinking Is unpure Well then I think it, it, That can go into anything so just, like, just like you said like uh, but, 
But I want to like, keep it here. I want to keep it here, though. Well, just let me finish my train of thought. Okay. Finish your train of thought. It's not always, like, just sexual, because it could be... For instance, people have perverted thoughts on friendships, on associates, on jobs, Thank on you. networking. Yes. Because everyone is doing whatever they're doing for a reason. So let's go there. That's what I want to do. Because you just beat me to it. Yeah. The whole concept of pure is deeper than seeing someone in a non-sexual way. Well, how many people can you honestly say you have no P- agenda pure. with or you don't want anything from them? Everything how, is completely... Let's rephrase that question. How many people can I say that I have a pure agenda with? And the, the answer to that question is, it is dependent on the mind that I have. I can't... You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to change the way I think. I can't... It's not definitive of each person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a mind... Now, it doesn't matter who you're dealing with or what you're dealing with. You're going to do those things in that mind. Well, I don't believe that either. So you, f- you feel like it's a person by person. Though. I do. Because I think deep down, all people are selfish. All people put themselves first. So whatever you're doing is in the best interest of you. Exactly. And that's where we agree. So defining what is pure. Pure is a person who thinks in the line of God, not in the line of human beings, not in the line of what you're talking about, which is our natural way of thinking would lend you to believe. And you are correct that every person has an agenda that is selfishly motivated. I think that I believe that. Absolutely. I believe that too. And I think that just because, for instance, I got a friend who wasn't my friend, right? I don't know and what that means. I, I got a friend who wasn't initially my friend. The person I met. Mm-hmm. You talking about male, female? This is a guy. <laughs> and, so, and so he had no benefit to me. Uh-huh. And then a, situa- a situation came where this guy can help me. Yes. And then, so you could say that was impure. I'm only befriending this person for the benefit of you know what he could do for me. Mm-hmm. And then after that happened And he did what he did It was a guy got me a job Or whatever Yeah And then after It's not like you stopped yeah. talking to him No after that You know was obtained You know uh-huh. now it's like Alright well You're still my friend Yes Yeah But now I don't need anything from you But then that kind of makes you think Like were you ever my friend Or You know Did I just use you to get to the next spot But Absolutely. I feel like I feel like everyone People get put in your life or things happen. For those purposes. For those purposes. All the time. You meet you meet a person that connects you to this thing or you meet a person that opens this door or puts in this word for you or helps you out here. That's yeah. what people, everyone is supposed to do that. That's, that is. It doesn't mean that it's a negative like connotation behind it. Absolutely. I agree. But I don't know why you take this, this context of pure and unpure. And first, we already defeated the fact that unpure doesn't necessarily mean there's a sexual connotation, right? We we agree with that. Doesn't necessarily mean that. Unpure doesn't mean that I have an agenda to get something out of you and that that is wrong either. Do you get what I'm saying? Unpure means something greater. It means my intention or my agenda doesn't reflect the mind of God. Do you understand? 
So, perfect example. It says in the last days, the scripture says in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. What does that mean to you? He's not saying it in a good, thing, good way either. He's saying men will be lovers of themselves. They'll be narcissistic. They'll be narcissistic. Their agendas, their intentions, their desires will all revolve around what is best for them. them. So when we talk about pure and unpure, we're talking about is our purpose and our agenda purely revolving and orbiting around us? Or is it revolving and orbiting around God's will or God's desire? See, like you said, if God's desire is for somebody to come in our lives and help us in some way, that's awesome. Yeah. That's mutually beneficial. Do you know what I'm saying? I needed help. You came and gave me help. But that's God's will. That's different. And we know it's different than when we are engaging with people for a purpose that purely benefits us. A person coming in your life and like, Stuart, God laid on my heart to help you. They're doing something for you, but it also because it benefits them. Okay, well, people always think that they're doing... God's so, will? Yeah, all the time. Isn't that crazy, though? And a lot of people... Hashtag God's plan. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people think, uh, you know, just, but you know, can can... It can take something and run with it. You can think, you know, that you're doing, you know, the right thing all the time and can trick yourself to say that this is God telling me to do it. And Absolutely. Be, so what you're saying, wicked, you know, I, exactly. So what you're saying is, is how do I know? This is how I, I think you just asked me a question. Yeah. You're like, how do I know if I'm doing it in a pure mind or not? Exactly. Well, how do I know anyone's doing in a pure mind? How do I know anything that you're doing <laughs> is pure? Yo, why, how do why I know you, that? But you can't go to people. That's I guess that's a good point. No, but Just, that's something that you're thinking about all the time. All the time. And but, I, it's, I'm but sure, it's crazy that I'm we so, think about that all the time when it comes to everyone well, but ourselves. Well, think of it like from a woman's perspective, right? If you want to go back to women, I no, I, I'm just I saying, moved no, on. No, no, I'm not, but it ain't sexual. Just, okay. just purely like something that women go through all the time would be Oh, we know what women go through all the time. No, I'm just <laughs> just saying, like, I'm sure that you get a bunch of suitors, a bunch of guys shooting yes, shots at you. I'm talking for a woman. Shooting shots for, for people that don't so, know, we got to explain. For people that are uninitiated, what does it mean to shoot shots? A, a guy is interested in you. A guy asks you for your number, asks you out, or whatever. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and I'm sure it happens frequently. Frequently most, for women. For most women, yeah. So they have to be every discerning. day be discerning. Yeah. Whose shot go do I let yeah. go in? Who who gets yeah. all net? Who gets a yeah. brick? Yeah, and if you do that all the time, you know, just in that aspect, it's exhausting. So yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if you got to do that with every person you meet. Do you think about that when you throw one up? No, no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just it's, it's very interesting. You put yourself in a woman's shoes just now. No, like wow. Well, I. <laughs> you should feel like you should probably be like, tell man, me that's exhausting. Maybe I should stop shooting from long range all the time. No, no? that's not gonna stop you. 
Well, I, I I don't know. That's their discernment to to decide. You know what this person's intentions are. But Is I'm it possible saying. for them to discern? Because we're talking about something interesting. Is it possible for them to discern in a mind that is not pure? He said their conscience and their mind is defiled. He said to that person, all things are impure. Yeah, and everything you see is going to, which is happens probably more often than not, is exactly. most of those shots get turned down. Most of those shots are bricks. Or some of them aren't. Yeah. But, but the, the reason you, they're accepting them even. The think about it. The through, I feel like uh, you, can call your, you can say whatever you want, but I feel like people... The ones that go through are the ones that go through. Just like the people you let in your life are the people you let in your life. Is it? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that. I think all of it is. So everything's just. I'll give you an example. No, well, hold on, hold on. Because you, you move in a lot of places. Your brain is turning right now. I can see the smoke stacks. Yeah. So, no, so just let me. All right, so let me do it. So my, my buddy, he moved out to, to San Diego. Okay. And he says, people are really nice. Everything's different from Baltimore or whatever. But he says, um, the first thing a person asks you is what you do, you know, for a living. Yeah. And based on what you tell them, it's either the conversation keeps going or ends. Because yeah. everybody is looking for... The next move. Yeah. Next angle. Or, or if you're valuable a you leg know, up. to them. Yes. Yeah. Are you beneficial? They say yeah. what? It's keep your squares out your circle, right? Yeah. You should be the dumbest person in the room, right? They telling you you should be the poorest person in the room. They say, why? Because you need to be sussing information from smarter people. Mm -hmm. You need to be trying to make moves with richer people. Mm -hmm. That That's a person that's always engaged in an agenda yeah. to do what? Move a little further in the world. Yeah. Go a little deeper. Get a little more successful. Go up the ladder higher. Mm -hmm. If all of that is the intention, if all of that is in the will, mm -hmm. how much of it is God's will? And do people care? I don't think so. But but here's the thing. Here's let me ask you this question. Cause when we talk about pure and unpure, we're talking about people who are in God's will and not. And what you're saying is, is that it doesn't people don't care about being in God's will. The vast majority. How many people network down? Not many. Hardly when you any. say network down That means you're, you're looking for connections Of people higher than you How many people do you look for That are lower than you To help them Not even to help them Just because you're not You're not looking at You know Gaining anything Advantage yeah. wise Yes Not often Not often Yeah So we look at the, the engagements With Jesus I'll give you I'll no, give no, 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 Let me give an example I, You uh, gave me an example You talked about Dude this in San Diego you, We went all over the place Yeah <laughs> You, you good? I'm good. You got you're tearing my studio up. <laughs> this studio. Yeah, yeah. Get comfortable. <laughs> okay. So you have this situation where Jesus is with twelve disciples, right? Mm -hmm. I know you don't believe a lot in the fantastical element. That's not true. <laughs> you twist <laughs> so many words. So so Jesus is with twelve disciples. How many of them were richer than him? I know. You know, I mean, they had jobs. They they left their jobs. How many of them were smarter than him? You know, it's debatable. I guess depending on what you consider smarts. I know one of them was a fisherman. Maybe someone was a lawyer or a doctor. How many of them could benefit Jesus? Depends on what light you're looking through. Yeah. yeah. You see right there? They benefited Jesus in the sense that he walked up to one dude and said, 
Come with me. I want to make you fisher of men. I want you to, I want to help you help me. Do you understand? Mm. But he, he kept saying, Jesus kept saying, I'm only doing this because my father told me to. Mm. So he had an agenda, but it just wasn't his agenda. Mm-hmm. When we talk about people doing God's will, they should be doing things that is an agenda, but it's just not their agenda. Mm-hmm. So when women and men are engaging with each other, there is an agenda there. For men, most of the time, the agenda is not to be married. So what's the agenda? <laughs> what you think it is? Uh, no, I don't know. And for podcast land, they don't know. What's the agenda? Uh, sexual conquest. Sexual conquest. To get the draws, as Tommy said it mm-hmm. one time. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So... If women aren't always interested in sex, what is their agenda in engagements and relationships? Not a woman, I can't answer that. Pontificate. Tell you what I think. Hypothetical. Theorize. Oh, no. I can't answer it. I don't know. Let's say if they love dating for the free meals. That's what you want to say. It's a possibility, right? I'm just talking about possibilities. Okay. Because when we talk about people moving in an agenda outside of God's will, we just I just want to play those things out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no right or wrong answer. Maybe it's the idea of marriage. Not Maybe. the fact of being married to you, but just the fact of being married. Maybe. And if it's the fact of being married, then you could put any dude there. You know what I'm saying? And if you say no, somebody going to say yes. I don't think it's that simple. Really? No. But agendas are that simple. Just like as simple, as matter of fact, as you say, oh, it's simple, my dear Watson. Sexual conquest. You don't think it's that simple? I just don't want to speak from, for women. But you can speak for men. Sure. Okay. I'll speak for the women then. Be my guest. Everybody has a vain conquest that is as simple as sexual conquests or the conquest of various life goals. Hashtag relationship goals. Mm. Remember, they're saying this all the time. It's goals, right? Goals are meant to be met, achieved. I've got different views on that stuff. Share. This is your podcast. Same my podcast. No, it's your podcast in the sense that you're here to talk. So... Share your view I don't know I think all of that stuff is Fairy tale I think all of that stuff Is dopamine I think people do stuff <laughs> What do you mean dopamine? It's It's, it's a, drug. a drug Yeah it's a drug For gratification So is it A fairy tale If it's being used Like a drug? It seems pretty real to me I think everybody Does that stuff To To get a certain feeling Absolutely. Same feeling that alcohol give you. Same feeling that smoking give you. It's the same feeling that a text message give you. Same feeling that a like on your picture gives you. People go crazy for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that all of that stuff is part of the agenda. Is a coping mechanism. mechanism. But that's the agenda. When a when a crackhead get up, they have an agenda. What's the agenda? I guess to smoke crack. To smoke to crack. Hell, to feel to for that feeling not. Not for the crack. Yeah. If if hitting themselves in the head with a hammer from Home Depot mm-hmm. gave them the same feeling, there'd be crackheads all around Home Depot instead of in Park Heights. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the reality is, is that, like you said, they are chasing a feeling. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in what people are chasing, but they're really chasing a feeling. Mm-hmm. So when we understand that, we know the agenda. The impure mind is always chasing an impure result, mm-hmm. which is what? To love themselves. Mm-hmm. Takes us back to that scripture. He said, in the end times, in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. They will be out for their own pleasure, not for God's. I think that's a lot of that's going on now. It's going on. So when we talk about taking it all the way back to the beginning, we said to the pure, all things are pure. To the person who is pure, who is Mm -hmm. out for God's pleasure, everything they see is an opportunity to please God. But to the person who's unpure, everything they see is an opportunity to please themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? I do. I'm glad we came. Hey, we should high five right here. We came to an agreement. <laughs> Bang. That now, how do we change that though? Because you agree with it and you agree that's the majority of people. That's 99.99999% of people, right? Mm-hmm. That includes me and you, right? For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. How do we change? I don't get the answer for that. You don't? No. Funny thing. I do. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other part of that, that scripture, Titus 1.15, he says, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. So in order to fix an issue, since we said the issue is about feeling, the, the thing is we would have to deal with our minds. We had a conversation, I think yesterday, mm-hmm. right? That conversation was us talking about changing our minds. Mm-hmm. And you said, I came to change my mind in one way, but you try and make me change it in another way. Mm-hmm. But changing the mind includes changing the whole mind. It's the only way we can go from actually pursuing pleasure for ourselves and pursuing to please God more than to please ourselves. Mm-hmm. But if you don't feel like it's realistic, I ain't what I said. I know, but let's talk about that. Do you feel it's realistic that that can happen for a twenty? Not, let's not talk about nobody else. Mm-hmm. For a twenty-eight-year-old light-skinned African-American male, reasonably handsome, reasonably yes, <laughs> somewhat. Have good days Have good days Bad days You get half a point up For having a beard These days Right And then not being patchy (laughs) Mm -hmm. You get half a point Taken off For Old Spice (laughs) (laughs) Well I think I think think, um, Your question Like you can just look at just the world in general uh-huh. There's still racism going on It's still Wait wait how, <laughs> We just took a hard left I'm just boy. saying like Just that mindset Or that thought process Turning the Huey P. Newton That quick that, that thought process Could Go Be into a lot of all things of it, yes. and it, But then you look and say uh, How much Work has been done And how little changes Come from it Is it possible for people to live anything outside is possible, of themselves. But we asking how long is it going to take? How long is it going to take for the world not to be racist? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you, it's slick the way you turned it like to a macro situation. 
but I want to take it back to micro. I want to take it back to just you. Yo, I'm taking it to. I know you where you taking it. Yeah, but I want you. To, I want to take it to you first, and then you can pose the same question to me. But as for you, do you feel like it's realistic for you as a young virile man moving in this world? And like you said the other day, technology alone puts this this generation in a precarious situation. Yeah. Won't you share that for a second? What you your your theory? That you share as far as how hard it is. It may be the same stuff from other eras, well, but it's harder it's, now. It's just more access. It's 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 a what they call it, information highway. It's <laughs> what the internet is. It's just everything's open, and you can say people's doing all this stuff in the seventies, but now I can do it whenever I want, at any time I want. I can do it at work. I can do it in a car. Can do it on lunch break. You can do it anywhere. Okay, one twelve. My thing is like as we progress through that. What is that 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 you're doing that you can do anywhere? Satisfy whatever urge that I have. Bang. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's a microwave. That's that's what the world is. No, people don't have um, lasting. Relationships anymore People don't know How to Have relationships I'm talking about friends Not even like Just on the most just, just, Most simplest yeah. Friendship level I feel like even up. Children and their parents Yeah people don't know How to Familial level Interpersonal level yeah. Deeper relationship it, level uh, Significant others If caring period Right If everything's about Gratification Yeah we lose sight of the meaning of everything else. Yeah. And it's affecting the world. Absolutely. Look, I read something that's like um, children, just birth rate is mm-hmm. like down over 50%. Where households or women used to have five kids. Yeah. Now they're down to under two. Hmm. And it's because people... For whatever reason, it's not because wanna, they more focus on careers. No, I think people <laughs> just want to don't want that responsibility. Everybody wants to just take care of themselves. Yeah, and it's gonna affect the economy. It is affecting the economy because they're more adults than babies. So mm. when those adults retire, who's replacing them? And think about the multi-billion-dollar companies now. They shifted from the past. The multi-billion dollar companies used to be the steel mills, the mm-hmm. factories, the places that pr- produce products. Mm-hmm. Now the multi-billion dollar companies are the places that produce experiences. Yeah, and apps. Ain't that, ain't that why? Yeah. Everything that is connected to our gratification now is a big business. Yeah. I mean, it's not just pornography. It's, a big, it's the one of the biggest businesses. Mm-hmm. Even with the advent of the internet, and them saying, oh, now that people can get porn for free, this business is busted. No, still not. Still, four billion. <laughs> still $4 billion business. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, the music industry literally toppled because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Not pornography. No, sir. Still, people are willing to pay. It's something about our engagement with gratification and if you create anything these days, you crazy if you create it for anything other than gratification. Mm-hmm. Don't make something for people's educational purposes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make a dime. 
Yeah, everything got to be life hacks. <laughs> Everything's life hacks. Yeah. Everything's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. What's the best way they sell education to people? Get your degree in six months. What kind of degree is that? I don't even care. You, you are, you not even a nurse's assistant. You the nurse's assistant, assistant. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. But it's only going to take six months. I can't dedicate four years to being a real nurse. Who got time for that? Yeah. These are things that benefit our families and us, but because we're so caught up in gratification and instantaneous nature of life, we only do what feels good, never what could benefit us if it cost us the feeling of feeling good. Some might say, Stuart, Mm -hmm. that a meaningful relationship is greater than a sexual conquest. But because the work that goes into a relationship is greater than the work that goes into a sexual conquest. One is more apt to lean towards the quicker, the quicker picker (laughs) upper. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How can we get out of that though? Knowing that some of the relationships that you had in your past could have actually survived if you were willing to work harder towards building it instead of working harder towards being gratified by it. Hmm. Whoa. I said, whoa. I never, I, I never made you say whoa before. You out here looking like Black Rob right now. <laughs> <laughs> what you think of that, though? Solid uh, Theory (laughs) He's solid theory But it ties right into that scripture bro That's what we mean when we say To the pure all things are pure But then you ask yourself And I ask myself this all the time Uh um, Will will I ever be satisfied And then that makes you think What's the point What's the point of anything if it, if I'm never going to be fulfilled by it? If I'm always going to want more? That's like they the, say you never can have enough money. Yeah. Or you can have this partner and think, well, I can get a, well, at least me. I yeah, can, yeah. So yeah, yeah I can, talk about you. I can get a prettier one or I can get a nicer one or yeah. I can get whatever quality that's lacking. Yeah. You know, and whatever, like, what this, let's just say job. I can get, this is a great job. Yeah. And I could be content or I could say I want more money or I want better. Yeah, I want to make more. So even in this context of talking about the purity of the mind or the unpure nature of the mind, it leads us to the path. But but but, but then is that unpure? Like, is it unpure to want better? Is it un, is it unpure to, we to getting not be satisfied? We getting there. We talked about the purity of the mind and the unpure nature of the mind. We said that they line up succinctly with the person who is engaged with own personal gratification mm-hmm. and the person who's engaged with the gratification of God. Mm-hmm. Right. That takes us to the idea of complacency versus contentment. You know what complacency is defined as in the dictionary? No. The overly, the state of being overly content. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Sure. What is that line? Yeah. 
where I'm content, and then all of a sudden somebody tapped me on the show like, yeah, but you too content now. Yeah, you don't have any ambition. You don't have any ambition. You're complacent. Yeah. It's the line of pure and unpure. See, you said, when will I ever feel satisfied or content in something? Mm -hmm. If every time I get something, I'm always looking at how to upgrade it Mm -hmm. or trade it for something better. Mm -hmm. Contentment comes in, my desire is never, how can this be better pleasing to me? Mm -hmm. But how could this be pleasing to God? And if it pleases God Mm -hmm. for it to be as it is, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Great. If it needs to be more than that to be pleasing to God, then that's the agenda. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between contentment and complacency. When you talk, you at a job, Mm -hmm. you at that job because you wanted the best pay. The minute you don't feel like you're being paid, you're no longer gratified, you're going to leave that job. That's different than the person who feels like they went to that job because this is the job God had for them. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they are pleasing God by being there. Mm -hmm. Even when it's time for them to leave, when they feel like God is asking for them to leave. Some people may say, why are you leaving? Mm -hmm. This is the perfect job. You get paid a lot. Yeah. But I don't feel content here no more. Mm -hmm. Not because it's not suiting me, Mm -hmm. but because it's not suiting what God has for me. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you can look at your wife and say, this is what God has for me. I'm content. Mm -hmm. When you can look at your wife and say, this is not what I asked for 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. What I got 40 years ago was tighter, thinner, slimmer, thicker, Mm -hmm. smarter, funnier. Mm -hmm. 40 years later, she ain't none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. She used to make me laugh all the time. Now she barely makes me giggle. Mm-hmm. When it's all about what you can get out of it, she's like an outdated iPhone. Right. It's somebody that said yesterday, they released the iPhone XS. They said, bro, I just bought an iPhone X four months ago. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that thing like it's trash now. Yeah. Why? Because they showed you something better. Bigger, brighter, sexier, smarter. And they said, this thing is 10 times better than what we just sold you yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't stop selling the other thing and be like, hey, I'm going to tell you now, don't buy this because we got something coming out in two months. Mm -hmm. No, right up until the day they put the new out, they were selling the old. Mm -hmm. That's the game of the world. Is that they'll sell you anything and then sell you something else and tell you it's better. And we buy it hook, line, and sinker. That's the frustrating part you feel like. When I will I ever be satisfied? You know why you won't? Because you always want bigger, better, brighter, sexier, fatter, thicker, mm-hmm. wiser, funnier. Right? Yeah. The remedy is to get out of wanting. See, that's what we need to talk about. What's the cure? What's the cure? Yeah. The cure to unpure is to walk in the purity of God's word. This is the frustrating part. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants the medicine. Every time you tell somebody to cure, they say, uh, you don't got nothing else? The minute I just said that, you, you sighed a little bit. Share, share that, that, that feeling. Why, why, do you, why did you look that way when I said that? Didn't feel like it was a cure, did you? 
No, that ain't what I'm saying. What you saying? I was just reflecting. I know. We'll reflect out loud because you want a podcast. (laughs) I was just thinking like, you know, about how it's true, like in my life. And so, like, I was in love with that car and now I could care less about it. I was in love with my job and trying to hate it. Yeah. So. But how, like you said, you said, let's talk about that, the remedy. Yeah, I just that, told you the remedy. What What do you feel about that remedy? I don't know what that looks like. Hmm. Hmm. Or I can, I can say I do, but you never really know. Hmm. Like, for instance, you could say, you could say you know, example of that or whatever, or anybody can say. I wouldn't say that. No, I, I, no I'm not. I, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. person could. Are you yawning on the podcast? Good no, God, a I'm person not. a person could uh, say that's what they're doing, and that's you know the remedy. But there's always going to be a skeptic, or because people. Uh, I understand about people. Uh, people put you people will put on a fairy tale, and then behind the <laughs> scenes is something different. It's something different. It's something yeah. very dark and nefarious. Yeah, so I could act like everything's good and I'm satisfied and content, and put on that show. But I'm not. But then I'm not. I see it in relationships all the time, which is why I hate. See it in church all the time. All the time. So I don't care about what you post because behind that picture, it could be something completely yeah. different. As soon as we look behind that curtain, we see a little man. Yeah. Nobody's fooled by the big. Face up on the screen, yeah. Boasting all this stuff, yeah. Memes out the out the wazoo, yeah. deep memes, shallow memes, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Hashtags, tons of advice and insight yeah. for people through your captions, but you don't live not. Well, I don't a like being that way neither. You don't like being yeah, critical and cynical. Yeah, I don't like that either. I know, but ain't ain't that part of the whole complacency thing? I guess. I mean, the, I'm, the, not, I'm very critical and cynical. Yeah. I am. Don't believe nothing no one says. Yeah. But here's the thing. Taking it back to the question. Why are you a skeptic of the remedy? Just a skeptic of everything. I know. But if you see that this thing that we are engaging in leads us to this never-ending cycle of never being satisfied, mm-hmm. of making everything and everyone disposable and expendable, mm-hmm. knowing that's a horrible life to live. Mm-hmm. Do you agree that's a horrible life? Yeah, I lived it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to think that there's no recourse or no alternative or no saving grace or sanctuary from it is a hopeless life. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. So to feel like there's no way out of it is hopeless. Are you hopeless? Me personally? Yes. I don't feel hopeless. So you got some hope? I got hope that things can be better. I got hope that things will change. I got hope that... It's better for you. Yeah. Do you see that hope? I have hope that everything happens for a reason. I got hope that. Um, well, let me let me specify that hope. Do you see hope in the truth of God's word? I do. 
So there's hope. Sure. That so there's hope. Make, that doesn't make the present any less hard. No, doesn't make it less hard. But what it does make it is more hopeful. You know, hope and heart can live in the same place. Sure. There's no need for hope if you're not dealing with heart. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I never seen somebody rich hopeful. What are they hoping for? <laughs> I hope I get another milli tomorrow. Yeah. It's a different type of hope. Yeah. But for the kid that don't got nothing, to be hopeful for tomorrow is oh, extraordinary. Yeah. It's extraordinary. So you painted a we painted a bleak picture mm. of this place where everybody's unpure. Everybody's lovers of themselves. But then we have this scripture that tells us we can be changed in our minds to where we actually want something greater than what our wants. And now I'm trying to ask you, mm-hmm. is, is that something that's interesting to you? I think that... Uh, because what it, because here's the thing. Because what it means for you what it means to say that that's your hope mm-hmm. it w- to say that I don't want to live like that is to say I want to live for God and living for God means that you're no longer orbiting yourself around your desires and a lot of times people are not w- willing to let go of that they understand that they can't have their cake and eat it too mm-hmm. but they're like I'm willing to put down the cake so I can taste the icing mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that you you're wrestling with that part. No, I I don't wrestle with that because I think that living not just outside of yourself is like what adds to your life. Mm. Is is what makes your life full? Yeah. When you care about, because anybody can just care about their self, but there's only so much stuff you can buy or so much stuff, you know. So much stuff you can collect or brag about, but but it's worth the a more, try. The more stuff you add in your world that you really care about, it's just a snowball effect. It's just more branches of things. And we say the solution to that is we replace our cares for God cares. Instead of worrying about what we care about, we are concerned with what He cares about. So then that changes how we engage with women. Instead of being those men, like we said, mm-hmm. who are out for sexual conquest, we are out for God's conquest. Mm-hmm. We're out for what he desires from ourselves and what he desires of me as it relates to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Is that realistic for you? Do you see yourself there? Presently? Presently. I don't- See myself there, no? Nah. Well, here, here's where I'm getting at. Part of this, of us talking about the mind, is that it's ap- about how we see ourselves. Yeah. If you can't see yourself there, you're not there. What we're fighting for is to see ourselves before we are ourselves in that way. So since you can't see yourself there, you can't be there. Right. You can only be where you see yourself. Because it doesn't matter what anybody else sees. It matters what you see. Yeah. And since you can't see yourself past this place, you'll never move past 
this place. As a man thinketh, so is he. Scripture that ties with all that I just said. But since as a man thinketh, so is he, mm-hmm. that ties into the scripture that if a man is pure, he sees all things pure. pure. Yeah. And if he sees it unpure, he sees it everything unpure. Yeah. That means even his parents, whom he loves, mm-hmm. he loves in a very unpure way. How can we love our parents in an unpure way? If they don't do what we want them to do, we hate them. Right. If they're not who we expected them to be, we hate them. Right. We displeased with them. Right. We're complacent with them. We're annoyed by them. We're frustrated. We have no patience, no love, no long suffering. Right. That's a very unpure way. Everything about ain't about being sexual. We can look at the opposite sex and something as pure as marriage can become unpure because I make marriage only about what it can profit me. Right. So it's a man that's happy to be married, but he upset that his wife don't cook dinner. Right. And then she do cook dinner, but she don't know how to cook mac and cheese like his mother. Right. And she pressed in it. She in there with the recipes trying to make it work, but she ain't no Gordon Ramsay. And that mac and cheese tastes like trash. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it reflects in his attitude. And you could be like, dog, why are you going to get all bent out of shape over mac and cheese? Easy. Because when it's all about gratification, it'd be the smallest things. Well, <clears throat> I've struggled with that in similar situations. Mm-hmm. And I found that, for instance, I I bought a gift one time. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, couple times but I bought a gift and I didn't get the reaction that I expected talk and it wasn't until after I realized that I wasn't mad about anything except for the fact that you didn't do what I expected this gift you know to garner so it wasn't never really about the gift it was about what I wanted and it stems back that I'm had I'm Everything about it was selfish. Yeah. Yeah. It was never about the It gift. was never even about you. Never. The person I bought it for. Nah. It was about it was about me. Even when I thought I was being generous or thought I was giving and thought my intentions were pure. Yeah. They weren't. But they weren't. Yeah. Why? From an unpure place. Yeah. When it's all about us, it's unpure. Yeah. But you start to notice that with any with and and since then, like I noticed that with everything I do, yeah, that I'm not doing it looking for a reaction, or I'm not doing it looking for, you know, a certain gratification or response back with anything I do, whether you I'm know the giving word. or whether I'm, you know, helping or whether yeah. whatever the case may be. The word that goes with that is expectation. Yeah, expectation is part of the. The motivations of the mind. So when I don't expect something, or when I do expect something, what is that surrounding? Because some people think, oh, if I remove expectation, I'm good. No, that'll set you up too. Mm -hmm. But what happens is your expectations must be only from and for God's approval. Mm -hmm. If I do anything for anybody, it should be because I'm expecting God to be pleased with. Pleased by it. Yeah. Yeah. Even with just simple things as engagements with people. Well, I think that is profound thought. Yeah. I think that's a 
or something, you should write down. Yeah, well, well eventually. Yeah. But that's how Jesus dealt with people. You know what I'm saying? It's like the expectation that God would be pleased by this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like he cast seven demons out of Mary. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that so she could be his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I got I mean, I love this girl, but I got these seven demons out of her first. She walked, she traveled with him. Mm-hmm. She she watched him. She dealt with him. But he never had any expectation of her outside of what her ex God's expectation was of her. Mm-hmm. He never had any expectation of any of those men. Of those disciples Outside of what God's expectation was of them mm-hmm. He was able to hang around Judas mm-hmm. Even though he knew Judas was going to betray him mm-hmm. Because his betrayal was expected of God mm-hmm. Do you, <laughs> you see the reality of that? Yeah. Like half the time we don't want to be around people If they backbite us If they ain't got their, our best interests If they don't have our best interests yeah. He had he did not have Jesus' best interests, mm-hmm. but he had God's best interests. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pure. Yeah. It was so pure that Jesus was able to look across the table at him after the Last Supper and say, it's time for you to go sell me for a bag of gold mm-hmm. or silver. And he went and did it. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. I feel free now knowing some people in my life just to, to use me. Mm-hmm. I understand it And I'm clear about it mm-hmm. But I'm not being used mm-hmm. God gives me the understanding This person is here for something But I'm going to use that For something greater mm-hmm. And so when they come around I just do whatever he asked me to do Some people don't need to be Shut out of our lives mm-hmm. And then there's some people I want to be around And God is like This person not supposed to be In your life right now mm-hmm. It hurts it Hurts bad but it's just the reality is they can't be here right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you to get to that place is so much. It's so freeing. Mm-hmm. I did not expect for you to be in my life at this stage. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That, but that's my expectations. Mm-hmm. And if, when people come in our life and we ain't expected to, sometimes we don't treat them right. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo, what are you doing? Are you cramping my style? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of that, the human part of being forced. Mm-hmm. But the reality is God expected you to be here mm-hmm. He meant for you to be here mm-hmm. I have to honor his expectation Not mine mm-hmm. That's how force goes from being An unpure mind To a pure mind mm-hmm. It's possible It is It is possible Stuart Don't say Mm-hmm you got to see it's possible. I do. I want to be an example of the fact that it's possible. But I also want you to know every day I'm battling to not rest in the impure nature of my mind. In the simple things like expectation. Something as simple as I could see a 28 year old man and think that I know how a 28 year old man should act and respond and look and deal with life. And if you don't meet those expectations, I could get frustrated. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's unpure. Mm-hmm. The purity of it is to understand my expectations have little to do with it because mm-hmm. I never created a human before. Mm-hmm. So how do I know how it's supposed to work? Mm-hmm. You know how old people are with electronics. So we all are like that. <laughs> we all think. We know how humans are supposed to work. Uh, we all use the word supposed to. Yeah, we use 
supposed to be, boy. Supposed we yeah. supposed to be people. All of this. Yeah. It ain't just Janae Aika. It, it's, it's, it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of stopped focusing on how things are supposed, supposed to be. be. Yeah, I kind of take things how they are, and it gotta go deeper though. Don't just take it how it is. Ask God how it's supposed to be to Him. Do you know what I'm saying? A woman come in your life. We talk about shooting shots and a woman knowing who what shots to allow. Mm-hmm. What about the women that come in your life? Every woman in your life that comes in your life is not a conquest. Mm-hmm. Every woman that comes in your life is not to be taken. Mm-hmm. Some women are in your life for something deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Some women are there for friendship. Mm-hmm. Some we, we, you don't know the boundaries in which it is if you're not asking God, what is this supposed to be? Mm-hmm. If I ask you what it's supposed to be, we already know. We're going to think everything that come our way is supposed to be the, this. Yeah. Why else would she be here? Yeah. God is like, hmm, there's other reasons. Yeah. She exists for other reasons. It's not as simple as looking at a piece of chicken and saying, what else is this chicken here for other than to be eaten? Yeah. Right? Yeah. God helps us with that. He helps us. He shows us what it's supposed to be. When you look at me, you say I'm your cousin or your brother. Mm-hmm. We're like brothers, right? Mm-hmm. But you have an expectation of what you think I should be in your life. Mm-hmm. And then I come with an expectation of who I think I should be in your life. Mm-hmm. And then we have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because people only want what they think they need. Absolutely. So if I. You and know, you know what we think we need? What? What's to that? feel good. We never think we need anything else. Nobody ever says, can I get a cup of feel bad? Yeah. No. And if we are, we like, ew, something wrong with you. Or, like, you or, got a fetish. Like, or, <laughs> or we only want, you know, what we want. Like, I know you're bringing all of this, but I only want this from you. Yeah. Like, I don't want the whole, you know. I think you said that to me, though. Yeah. Like, I. You got a lot, yo. I just need, I just need I see a sliver much. of this. Yeah. I, this I, I'm on a diet This, this is, is enough. enough force for me yeah. And I, I got the whole plate there I'm like bro You eating all of this It better not be a, a morsel <laughs> left But I mean I think people do that With everything Absolutely Everybody has more to add Than you know What a person chooses to take from them Hmm I think Do you In that way Cause I love that you Put yourself in the place of a woman In that way Women always feel like they have more to give than what a man is willing to take. Always. <sighs> always. I think and part- I think they spend more, more of their time trying to show that. Yeah. But then they do even trying to take what you're willing to give. Yeah. Even if what you're willing to give is more than just. Your, your, but I think your it's friend. hard to show those other qualities because everybody's out to other, get because the other ones stick out, you know, so much more. <laughs> no pun intended. You gotta go. You gotta go deeper to get those other. No pun intended again. Yeah, yeah. you do. You Triple do. entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> Dude, people are complex, man. People are complex, but they are, are their complex. complexities leave them with a complex. Yeah. Because everybody, 
everybody uh, suffers you know, from, from themselves. What, from what they've been through. They suffer from themselves. Yeah. We got a sickness, and it's us. Yeah. That unpure mind that is totally revolving around what we want. That yeah. it blinds us from even seeing what, what another want. person it needs. It ain't even what we want. It's what we think we should have, what we think we deserve. Isn't that what wants are? No, because it's how you see yourself. Hmm? Okay. Your wants change with, like you said. How you how, see yourself. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you see yourself and it's... I like that you're really not Right Sometimes in a in an overly way Sometimes we see ourselves Being more than we are mm-hmm. So we expect more Than we should get mm-hmm. This Most times And this is most times We see ourselves Less than we are mm-hmm. And we take Less than we should take Yeah That's the realities That's the sad realities mm-hmm. In that way That's a human thing Yeah Sometimes I can even get caught up With saying Yo, these men out here taking advantage of women. But it's just people taking advantage of themselves. Mm-hmm. Because of the, they see themselves less than, so they accept less than. Yeah. Even from good people. Sometimes a good person can be made to a bad guy just because you see yourself less and you take less from him. He can actually offer you more. Or you mortgage your values. <sighs> I do that. All the time Because you You feel like What's the use This is probably The best I deserve Yeah Anyway Or I've tried To do it this way For so long I'm gonna just do it Everybody else too Right I suffer from that Why should Why should I Why do I deserve better Yeah I look around All these people Got trash relationships Filled with drama Yeah They take what they can get Why do I all of a sudden Think I'm God's gift Like he I deserve better Yeah Because you do Yeah we don't think we do. Yeah. Half time when people say they deserve better, if you, st- if I, I hate to give men argument points because a lot of men don't know how to talk. But if a woman tells you she deserves better, you ever ask her to describe it? Mm-hmm. If you deserve better than me, describe that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Describe him. What did he look like? Because yeah. really, I'm asking you to describe you. Mm-hmm. How you come to this revelation you deserve better, but you got me. Mm-hmm. If I'm trash, I'm just going off if I'm trash mm-hmm. and you got me, why you think you deserve better now? What is the revelation coming from? Yeah. What has been revealed? Did you reveal, was it revealed to you that I was less than what you should have or that you were less than you thought? Yeah. These are real questions to ask and everybody should ask them to themselves. Because at some point we look at situations or people and say, I deserve better than this. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I know I do. I know you have. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about people. You look around at your life and be like, yo, I deserve better than this. I do it all the time. Right. Where did it go wrong? Where did it go wrong? Because yeah. if I have this, I had to accept this. So at what point did I accept this like I deserve this? And why do I realize I don't deserve it now? Mm-hmm. I'm pure mind. Mm-hmm. Pure mind. That's all it boils down to. Right? So hopefully we, we got to some place. Do you feel like we got somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fruitful discussion, right? I think so. Closing it out, I think that the reality is, is that what I'm saying is, is that we need to use the word to change how we think. We need to 
rehearse a, a different song so we can sing a different tune. You can't sing a different tune if you don't rehearse a different song. That's how we change our tune. You can't keep singing the same song and trying to sing it in a different way. A cover will always be a cover. Mm -hmm. A remix will always be a remix. Mm -hmm. If you want a new person, you got to sing a new song. So in that way, I'm telling you, Stuart, and all the people that are listening, in order for us to be out of this cycle of impurity, we have to sing a new song. You would have to study the pure word so you can have a pure mind, so you can live a pure way. If you started there, I don't know how it's going to end. I'm just saying if you started there. Right? Mm -hmm. There was this Special Olympics video I was watching. And the dude was running and he was blind. But all he needed them to do for the 40-yard dash was put help him to the what? To what domain? To the starting, starting line. Mm -hmm. Help me to the starting line. He knew the rest. Mm -hmm. How you get to the finish line after that? You run. Just run straight. Mm -hmm. It's just 40 yards. Mm -hmm. Just run for 40 yards straight. Mm -hmm. As soon as they helped him to the starting line and that gun went off, my man was going. Mm -hmm. You couldn't tell he was blind from the people that weren't. Mm -hmm. Why? Because all you need to know is sometimes we just need to help each other to the starting line. Mm -hmm. And then you just go from there. I don't know how it's going to play out, Stuart. But I'm telling you, the starting line is his word. Start there. Start your morning there. You know what I'm saying? Start there. Just open the word and say, Yo, I'm just going to read this and try to get an understanding. Literally, you just spent an hour with me breaking down Titus 1 and 15. Mm -hmm. You can have this conversation with yourself, with any scripture. Mm -hmm. Did I know of you had two points within our conversation that you remarked and said, Man, that's that's profound. Mm -hmm. You can have those profound moments. If you start there, how can you ever know if you can finish different if you never start different? Yeah. That's Just try. That's deep. That's good. Now I know that I had you off your phone for a whole hour. Mm -hmm. On airplane mode to dodge these But You can cut it off of airplane mode now Episode 82 is finished Thank you Stuart for being my guest When can I come back? You wanna come back? Yeah Hmm I don't know Maybe next time I have you with uh, Philip. Okay we'll, we'll, we'll rock out with Philip. Hey guys tell me how y'all think uh, Stuart did um, Hopefully this was a blessing to y'all Real Church Matters, episode 82. I don't know what I'll call this. But I might call this the Steward episode. Just call it that. The Stupendous episode. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, we'll figure something out. Episode 82, Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest. That's... Steward. We're out.